Hey guys, this is Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. Uh, it is Halloween. Uh, we recorded this episode last week, I think Monday, um, after all the uh, secret rare reveals. And the next day there was the uh, the pan leak. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Didn't have a lot of time to edit. Uh, on top of that, when we recorded, there was a shit ton of technical difficulties with my uh, uh, OBS recording. Uh, we did all this on Discord, and I had a lot of issues with uh, mics cutting in and out. Um, so I had a lot of editing for such a short episode, but just giving you the heads up in case I did miss something here or there. Uh, apologies in advance. We do plan on recording another full episode here soon. So hopefully um, that will be enough justice for a subpar episode. But still pretty good content. Um, please let us know if you have any feedback on it. And thank you guys so much for listening. How's it going, everybody? I am Ryan Wyland, and this is Thinking on Charge. Uh, like I said, I'm Ryan from Team Rays. I'm Ernest from uh, Team Empire. And... With us today, our very own special guest, never before seen, the host of Thinking Uncharged podcast, Jonathan. Hey guys, um, so according to Bandai, I, I can be my own special guest that's uh, never been revealed before, but uh, I am Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. Uh, Marco may or may not join us today, just depending on uh, on timing, but uh, we have a interesting episode to talk about. We are on episode 18, or as Ryan would put it, what are we on it, Ryan? We're on a ten episode ten part eight, my guy. Oh great, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, we're, almost so... not, we're almost on the uh, ten ten. <laughs> right. Once we hit ten ten, bro, I feel like we gotta drop that. Um, um, no. No, nah, no. Nah, we just go to uh, episode uh, twenty part part zero. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 start dropping arcs at this point. <laughs> it's worse than fucking Planet Namek at this time. Um, exactly. So yesterday was it was uh, secret reveals. Shout out to Espira and uh, Joey and Android or Brian, as his real name is, and then Adrian or uh, no counters, no combos, I believe. Or, no yeah. Whatever it is. Sorry, Adrian. I, I really don't. I just know you. I don't really know <laughs> the name of the channel. I'm going to fucking get murdered here. But uh, <laughs> really, really good content. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't know the name of it, but it's really good content. And it was a really good uh, game show that they did. I don't know if anybody tuned into the Twitch stream, but... We were able to uh, have some fun with the reveals of the secret rares, and then uh, this morning I was actually uh, unpleasantly surprised with a uh, the fourth guest secret rare. I'm sure most people who are listening to this probably know it is the uh, Panzino, the unconfirmed secret. Yeah, yeah, unconfirmed. Bandai don't don't dox us, don't don't cancel Culturos, but. Um, Really good secret rare. Just um, where I think everybody's pissed that it's not an actual guest, like a different IP. Uh, I think everybody's wanting like you know uh, Naruto, Digimon, or uh, Luffy from One Piece. Uh, I had to look up who the fuck Luffy was because I, I don't watch One Piece. But... <laughs> I can't wait for all the One Piece fans as you butcher the shit out of that thing. My, my, uh, Luffy, actually, Luffy, I'm... fuck that guy. Whatever. It's Luffy. To add insult to entry, I'm going to point out something I saw that I think was um, pretty fucked up. It was uh, somebody's idea for a secret that I actually thought might have been... Yeah, yeah. it was a... Um... So what it was, it was... Um... So we just had to cut out. Oh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> somebody's idea for a secret I saw on there 
uh, it was because the uh, the Japanese voice actor is having her eighty uh, fifth, eighty sixth birthday. I believe this this week. I believe it's today, actually. Uh, Monday. Uh, what is it? Uh, the twenty fifth of today. I believe mm-hmm. is when it is. So it's her, uh, and she's turning uh, eighty five, eighty six. I actually don't remember off the top of my head. But uh, someone said that what if the secret, uh, the guest secret, was actually going to be her, and then uh, Sean, the English voice actor, and Goku, and it would be the uh, the the voice of hope, uh, the voice of hope, and that would just be the uh, the name of the card. That would be dope. Oh, that would be cool. Would have been. Would have been. been. That would have been the coolest thing ever. And then we got the the character that's been that that is going in her own movie that's uh, been G, that's been in GT uh, both as a teenager and as an adult. Um, and now in Super as a child, who's now going to be a young a young kid in Super, in the movie upcoming movie, Pan. Oh, someone also pointed something out to me that's really funny about that secret. It's Panzino, so you know what that means. It has huh. zero. It has zero interaction with the hit with the uh, Bulma heroin leader to give it the keyword uh, heroin. Yeah. So yep. No heroin's lineage. Uh, it's just it's it's the first Panzino. Uh, the card's still really good, so if you read it, it says that, uh, let me just pull up the picture, the, uh, cost gets reduced, not just on your battlefield, but just in all battlefields, by two for every battle card, so, and it's no specified cost, so, this could be a free counter, just like the baby hatch, as long as there's four battle cards in total in play, so, uh, ultimate counter attack, if you have three or more, Energy. Uh, play this card. Your opponent can attack with battle cards for the turn. Uh, you can't activate the counter skills on this card for the, for the game. So I guess they think you could reoccur this in your hand at some point. If uh, you did reoccur it into your hand, though, it, its effect is no longer negated. Well, it says copies of this card. Oh, okay. So no, they were smart about it. Uh, okay. Permanent. For each battle card in play, reduce the energy cost of this card in your hand by two. So not each battle card in, in your battle area, just each battle card in play. And yeah. then the activate main, the kicker, is uh, pay one energy, any color, remove this card from the game, choose up to one of your opponent's battle cards, and gain control of it. So, not only can you plug this into any color deck, it is a pseudo baby hatch, a pseudo heroine's lineage, and a 40k beat stick, and you're getting hit by a tween age girl. So, um... <laughs> Great. I don't. I don't know. It was. It's good. Good effects. I would Listen, not. I. I, I want to hate the card because it because Bandai hyped up this like guest guest appearance for so long, and we're all over here thinking everybody's got like a Raleigh, Naruto. Uh, my my personal my my guess was Shallot. Um, you've got all the Shonen IPs. You've got like all the all the um like you've got like uh other other characters from Legends too that are um that are uh, original characters as well. And you've got the even the kids from uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon Ball Heroes would have been interesting because uh, they're just supposed to be you. So that actually would have been a more interesting uh, secret as well. I agree, mm-hmm. but no, we didn't get it. We didn't get any signature secret rares. Um, I don't know. I it's it's probably the best secret rare in the set still, to be honest. I don't know about that one. I, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know about that either. We'll, really? we'll talk about the other secrets, but really? but but you're you're I don't I, you're not wrong for thinking that there is a strong argument for just how powerful the pan is. But I think the 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 we'll go the into the secrets blue? now. Okay. I don't know. I think the uh, the SS four one's actually very powerful. Ah, interesting. Because it's got it's got two very strong uses. Okay, so I'm gonna pull up the secret rares just so I can read them verbatim. Um, 
But go ahead and while I do that, you guys can rail off the ones that were revealed so that I can kind of line them up. So if you guys want to go ahead and start with those. Okay, so we've got the uh, the red blue one, which is going to be uh, you. You can get the other one after this, sorry. We'll All we'll right. go back and forth. But um, so the red blue one is the um, the radiant sands. Uh, it has it has the uh, character keywords, um, kale, uh, Khalifa, uh excuse me, uh, Gane, and uh, Bulla. Let's say Bulla GT. I actually don't remember. It's, actually, it's it just Bulla. Y'all got to repeat. Oh yeah. So the red blue secret is called the Radiant Sands. Uh, the Radiant Sands um, are red, is red and blue, um, and the character traits, which actually are going to matter uh, for the, uh, the the two secrets. Um, the character traits it has is Khalifa, Kale, Bola, and uh, Gine, which is the Barak's wife. It's Gine Br. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, Gine Br. So. I, I, it's funny that it's Gini BR, but it's not Bulla GT. Yeah, because there because Bulla actually isn't anywhere near that age in Super because she was born before Pan. Correct. Which yep. I think, which uh, I think, which I think was is, funny. Is Bulla in any of the other series yet? She's she only made an appearance in Super. She's made her appearance in uh, actually in a uh, Dragon Ball Fusions. She fuses with. Um, uh, who does she fuse with? Uh, I think she fuses with Pan, actually. That makes sense. I believe she fuses with Pan. Yes. But um, yeah. So what the what the Radiant Saints does is that if your um if your leader card or if your opponent has two or more energy, and your leader card shares either a color or a character name, uh, this card gains double strike crit. So if you're either red or blue or a Ko Khalifa Bola or or Gene G or Gene BR, you gain those. Uh, you gain the ability to have double strike crit, and it also has the uh, Zeno Senshin on effect. Where uh, if you co- uh, at the end of combo, if you combo with this card, um, you can pay two energy, play it. If you, but it has an alternate effect. And actually, I think it's really good because it gives you options. If you decide not to play the card, you can um, you can instead remove it from your drop area from the warp or from your drop from the drop area from the game, and choose two, four of your opponent's battle cards and bottom deck them, which I think is very powerful on its own. Yeah, big board clear uh, as long as you have two energy to do so, and uh, that's it. Uh, you still have to have two or more energy. No, if your opponent has two or more energy. Yeah, yeah if your opponent. So, yeah, it's be, be, it's, so, you, so you can go second and be able to play it on your. I mean, turn. yeah. Right, or go first on your third turn. Um, yeah. So it's, it's it's we're getting to the point where secret rares are able to be you know triggered pa- at least on turn two. Some of them you can even trigger on turn one. Uh, yeah, the the, the pan the pan the pan being able to go out turn one if you if you're like a spam heavy deck and even the uh, the android um the android thirteen I believe right. Yes. Or is that the Android 13? Sorry, the, uh, the Super 17 Incest. incest. Yeah, Incest yeah. 17. Um, so actually, uh, Masked Ape uh, Secret, uh, Masked Ape Secret Rare can be done turn one. Oh yeah, the uh, the the card, the the good removal. It's effect. Yeah. It can't be played on turn one. No, but you, most people aren't playing it, right? They're just uh, using, yeah, using it. To most do people also aren't playing it. Uh, aren't using that effect on turn one. No, but you know, <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's a really good one. That was the first reveal we had. The uh, next reveal, Ernest, you want to take that one or should I? Um, which one do you want to do? 
I can do either one. Doesn't matter to me. All right. I think take the 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 other multicolor. Yeah, that's what which one I'm gonna do. Okay. So all right. So the the Wicked Sands. It's a Raditz, a Broly, a Goku Black, and a Turles. Still no Vegetas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Yeah, no Scatter Vegeta. Um, one, one, it, the, like the main interesting thing to me about both of these two seekers is that they have a zero K, ten K combo, or a zero cost ten K combo. Uh, like that, that is what surprised me the most out of both of these seekers because they are free arrival cards. If you absolutely have to do that, um, but then yeah, this one, if you share a color or a name with any of those characters, uh. It gains dual attack and blocker, uh, which a 40k dual attack is always good. Um, same thing if you, uh, as the other one, at the end of a combo that you combo with it, you pay two energy. Uh, you can, if you if you play it, your your opponent may choose four four of their cards and switch them to rest mode. If they if they do remove this card in your drop area from from the game. If they don't, play this card from your drop area, and your opponent chooses two cards in their hand and discards them. Yeah. I, re I really like uh, this card. It's, yeah. it's very brutal, because it has a, uh, your opponent has to do something with a very good effect, but if it comes out, it's basically, uh, it's basically this nice 40k defense rebrian. Yeah. Yep. So pay two drop to blocker, and that can swing one time. Yeah. Um... Pretty fucking busted, but your opponent has the choice, not you. Yeah, yeah. your opponent has the choice, but, but like, but if, if they you, don't if, have four cards to rest, they have automatic. to choose the yeah, automatic. Yeah, it's automatic. But yeah. obviously, that's you know picking straws here at this point. Um, yeah. I really like this card. I really do. I, I still think Pan edges this card out. Um, yeah, I I actually think this this is probably the best one or one of the best ones because. Like to be honest, with with yellow, they're gonna tap you out anyway, so you're you're always gonna get that discard two cards effect. Or like we already have an extremely powerful hand destruction deck. That that deck alone is already gonna make them tap out just trying to trying to do something. So they're you're gonna get their ex that extra drop two in no matter what. True. Um, I I will say this is not Broly Br. This is Broly. Yep. Uh, so this yeah. will not be restood by the uh, Broly BR leader that's yellow. Otherwise, that'd be I, like, super disgusting busted. It'd actually be pretty good. I, I'm, I'm kind of sad about that, but that also, it also makes sense whether it's, it's not... It's the theme. It's, it's Broly yeah. theme, not Broly BR theme. Uh, but something interesting. Something else interesting about this, the, because it's a Broly, you can play it in the new red Broly deck. Yes. I believe... Can you? Yes. Yes. Sure, yeah. Just, as long as it's a Broly card, you can play it. Yep. And you can actually play it because it's not a specified two energy cost to play it. Mm -hmm. It's just colorless two to, to pay. And there's, and you share the leader trait of Broly. You can play yep. it. A very good observation there, Ernest Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ernest Chan. And then, you, 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 and then, Jonathan, you take care of the what I believe is the best one. This is actually my least favorite. <laughs> really? Um, yes, really, actually. That's actually surprising. Eh... Uh, well, I'll read it and then we'll go. Um, so it is the SS4 Vermilion Saiyans um, Ultimate K 
counterattack. For each card color among cards in battle areas and energy areas, choose up to one of your opponent's battle cards, ignoring barrier, and send it to its owner's warp. For each card sent to a warp using this skill, up to one of your leader cards gets plus 5,000 power for the turn. So that, that effect's really good, right? Mm -hmm. The counterattack yeah, yeah. is really good. Uh, the activate main, which is the optional, the second option on this card. Uh, if your opponent has four or more energy, play up to four black multicolored battle cards with different character names and energy cost of two from your deck, then shuffle your deck. This is very lackluster in my opinion because it's on turn four. You're paying one energy for it and you're getting four 16k beaters, right? Maybe they're critical if you play well, also they also get they also get their enter the battlefield effects, which is it's also not pretty actually because they have to be played from hand. Oh, oops. Yes, this I... is why I said this was a little bit lackluster. Because uh, I was watching the uh, Unix DBS video this morning, and he had actually broken down this uh, secret rare, saying that the cards and I'm going to confirm this real quick because I have the deck in front of me. The cards need to be played from hand. So SS4 Vegeta Prismatic Aegis. Uh, when this card is placed, played from your hand, draw two cards. Yeah, so the effects need to occur from hand, and this does not play from hand, it plays from deck. So you're getting 4 16k, either critty boys, double strikes, you know, whatever they happen to be. Uh, so yeah. less optimal, obviously, than getting on-play effects. Uh, yeah. but, you're, but you're still flooding the board for one mana. Yeah, yeah, you're going to play right into a pan, so that's fine. Uh, no. <laughs> this is my guy. So the counterattack really for me makes this card super nice because you're it's basically you're like quad beaning plus you're clearing board warping them and ignoring barrier uh so the only thing this doesn't get over is like um divine presence goku which uni xdbs chris shout out to him uh broke it down again and saying this card is like one of the only cards it doesn't hit uh indestructible I doesn't don't think it gets over at that either. So, uh, other than those cards, this card is really good, right? It's like I'm gonna clear your board. I'm gonna make sure you can't swing into me and kill me. This is kind of like what you want to hold for, uh, like a last ditch like counterattack. Like I think this like, the reason why I think the secret's really good is because not only is it like it's a good card if you're like going ahead and trying to close out the game because then you're just gonna get four ways once you're done like swinging with your cards your opponent's like oh he's done then you just slam this boy on the board and then you got four more so your opponent's got four more swings he's got to worry about but it's also a good secret if you're behind because like you said it's got that really nice like wipe like wipe the wipe the slate clean effect basically yes so I, that that's honestly why I like the this secret as well. Is just because of the fact it gives you options, and I've always—I I think I've said it on the podcast a while—I like it whenever like cards give you options. Yeah, yep. I mean, you could get up to five cards with this, right? Because black, green, red, uh, yellow, blue can all be in your energy and battle area and whatever your opponent's playing. So you can get up to twenty-five k boost on your leader. You can clear five cards on your opponent's side of the board. You can literally, you know, turn the tables on somebody. So. The counterattack alone on this card makes it like a, a really good secret rare for me, but then the activate main option just kind of it's good. Don't get me wrong. I just think that it, with the amount of flood negates we have in the game, uh, with the amount of counterplay because none of these have deflect we have in the game, uh, I don't know. To me, it's like you can play into a lot of traps, but the counterattack like really really good. 
No, the counterattack's super good. I, I, I just say, like, I like the card. Um, it's really nice that they actually gave uh, uh, Bardock, uh, the, the SS4 Bardock deck, the secret for this one. I actually didn't see that coming. I mean, we talked about SS4 Bardock getting a secret, but we talked about it, like, in a stupid way, like, giving him, like, a, a five-color oh, well, charge. <laughs> yeah, you, you were talking about Rainbow Secret. I'm like, no. Because <laughs> that, first off, that lets him, I think that lets him awaken immediately. Like, with, like, all of his effects live. It's a one-of, bro. Like, Bro, I will mull it hard, it. Mulligan, for that one-of, bro. Not just, not just that. That one-of that's a secret for your deck. Do you really want to have to charge your seeker or turn one just so you can get all the effects, or would you, like if it if it was a really good on play effect that was just really good for the deck? Would you rather charge it or just so you can awaken and get all your effects, or actually have a broken effect later on in the game? Would they ever make a vanilla seeker rare that's just five colors? <laughs> They're like one drop twenty k any color, but it's all five colors. No Doubtful. way. There's no way, right? There's just no way. Nah. No, no chance. Um, okay, so we've broken down the three like actual reveals. We've broken down the pan reveal. Ryan, give me your rankings. Worst um, actually, okay, so I'm going to give my rankings, and uh, before I say anything, I'm just going to go ahead and point this out. I literally think that every secret in here is very playable. Uh, because uh, oh, yeah. I gave my rankings a while ago. Uh, a forewarning before I give my ratings. Uh, I'm a very critical person. Um... So when I what I'm what I'm gonna say here isn't like you know this like my bottom secret's not gonna be the garbage tier the garbage tier like you know it's uh, completely unplayable. I think every single secret's gonna see a lot of play, and I think this is probably the best set of secrets because these all these cards are very wide and very generic. It's kind of like with like you know like with Hatch or with Kai or with um the Great Eight uh or Great Eight Mass Sand. like those cards are very generic, very wide, and very good. And I think that this this rotation of secrets is going to be that right there. So, but uh, in order from best to worst, in my opinion, um, I think um, you're going to see um, the SS4 SS4 secret as number one from me. Just just in my opinion, because I like the all the choices that you get with it. Uh, my second guess for secret is going to be the um, uh, the pan. I think the pan is very powerful. I think she she does hit number uh, number two uh, for my power. Uh, for the power ranking, giving any deck Hatchiac, especially like go wide decks, because it lets go wide decks just go wide, and then it gives them an option to back themselves up. So they're not just, you know, like glass cannon, I have nothing to protect myself with. Right. So I actually think you're going to see Bardock's crew decks, like maybe come up a little bit more now, now that they have a secret that they can uh, uh, lie back on. Uh, number three is uh, going to be the Radiant Saiyans. Um, I honestly think that this like Hatch and this card might see play back to back because Hatch because you're seeing a, a little bit of a rise of uh, cooler in the format and uh, Hatch kind of dies to cooler but you know you can't cooler this card so and this card's also a board wipe and a lot of blue decks do suffer from the fact they cannot board wipe anything you know red can't red red can board wipe very easily but blue mm -hmm. cannot. So this is actually a really good card for blue. It's a board wipe. And then I think in last place, not saying this is the worst, I actually think this card's very good. I think it's we're honestly just waiting for um, a green deck that can take advantage of it, because we already know that Cell Surge will might play this card, along with whatever secret they they, they originally were playing. They're probably going to play this card, because this card's really good in the deck. So I think this card is uh, on last on my list, not because it's bad, but because I think there needs to be more decks that out there that are good, like green-yellow, because we're losing Kid Icarus, but um, we still have Cell Surge in the format, and Cell Surge is definitely going to play this. This is definitely an oh. easy slot 
a secret incel search. Oh, absolutely. Um, I disagree with your rankings wholeheartedly, but I respect them. <laughs> uh, Ernest, I'll let you throw in your, your one to four, four to one, however you want to rank them. I'll let you throw in your two cents, my boy. <laughs> Mine, my list is exactly, it's actually exactly opposite of yours. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Ernest got Zenoed from the podcast. <laughs> no, like, I like, I, like I, I agree with you though. Like all, I think all four cards are are great. Like all, all four of them have their potential in in multiple different decks and stuff. Um, I think that the I'm gonna go from from last place to first place. Uh, the the extra card negate uh, the SS four one that I feel like it it's it's good. But it's only good in certain formats where people are using multiple colors. Um, if they weren't, you know, like, if if we end up somehow going back to a monocolored uh, format again, uh, which a lot of decks right now are still mo- monocolors, but that that card is not going to be as good because it's only going to be getting rid of one, maybe max three, just if somebody decides to put a uh, one multicolor on the field um, or an energy. So, like, I don't think it would be that great. I but I think it's more. Uh, format dependent. Uh, the the pan. Uh, I really don't have much to say about the pan. Like <laughs> I I like the card. I just don't think it's amazing. Like I I like that it's got a hatchback effect. Um, it's not the same as hatchback though because it just stops battle cards. Um, but like we we have Nimbus that does that as well. And yeah, we don't have to pitch two cards or anything. But um, Nimbus does the exact same thing, and not many people play it anymore. So, like, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, the red-blue one, I, I like a lot. For kind of the same reasons you said, is like it, it adds a board wipe to, to blue. Um, I think it's just an interesting card for red. Like, the, the double-strike crit is one of my favorite things to say for red decks. So, like, that, uh, I, like, I love that, too. But the uh, the Sands, the the yellow green one, I think has too many versatile effects uh, or versatile uh, ways to play it because like yellow has always been really powerful to resting cards. Green's always been really powerful on discarding people's hands, and you just put everything together. It, it's like I think that's just kind of broken in in general. Like it. The the new Raditz deck is a pretty good hand destruction deck. That that that's a good deck to use this SCR in. Uh, you would probably still use the Red Broly uh, from a few sets ago, but it's good in the Red Broly deck. Um, it's good in most yellow decks, most green decks. Like it, it's all around good in in what it's supposed to be good in. Um, but I don't think the others are as good as they should be in each of the decks they should be in. I I respect your list better than Ryan's. Uh, <laughs> Alright, that's it. I'm canceling the podcast. You're about to see me nuke this episode. Alright, so I'll give my, my two cents. Uh, so my favorite, I'll go best to worst. Um, or Yeah, I'll just say best to worst. I don't care about the PC stuff right now. Uh, <laughs> Pan. Pan's the best one. It's so generic. You can play it in any deck. You don't have to have a leader lock on it. You don't have to have a matching color on it. It's just plug and play 
uh, battle cards on any battlefield, so yours or the, your opponent's, reduce the cost by two. Uh, I, I do not see you playing, paying more than two energy for this card ever, right? If you do, you're bad. Um, unless you're just playing like strictly leader and unison swings, and I don't know any deck that's doing that right now, except maybe Hatchiak for like the first few turns. Not a, unless you're playing all blue unison Hatchiak. Fair, sure. Uh, that the god himself, right? Uh, god himself. So <laughs> that's my favorite, best secret rare for the set. Plus, you get a heroine's lineage fucking effect after you use forty k beat stick somebody. You're like, oh yeah, tap one, steal your best card, right? And you get to swing with that shit as long as it's not in rest mode. So I want to point out, point out something about that. So I read that card and I go, oh, it's a heroine's lineage secret. Or it's like it's got the effect of heroine's lineage. So that's gonna be really cool. You can run both. It's like, wait, hold on, you can't run both these. Yeah, that would be cheating. But hey, if you could, oof, watch out now. I mean, it's not cheating if you ain't trying. That's true. Um, I'm gonna get so fucked in our fucking PPG tournament. <laughs> Everyone's gonna think I'm cheating now. Fine. <laughs> Just don't try. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's my number one. Uh, my number two is Wicked Saiyans. Uh, I I really have been on a green yellow kick as of late. I've been playing a lot of the uh, Broly BR uh, green yellow oh. build. Hold on. I just realized, remembered something really quickly, too. A buddy of mine did point this out. Broly BR just got infinitely better. Because now they have, they have a now they have a secret that isn't Celzino that also helps them arrival. Correct. That's what I was going to point out. Like, I'm just going to plug this into my Broly deck. I'm going to arrival all my shit. And then I'm going to awaken. I'm going to pay to play this bad boy. And it's like, okay, what are you going to fucking do? Right? You're, you're, oh, I'm going to tap all my shit. You don't even have enough shit to tap. It's already been tapped. Or... I'm going to tap all your shit down. I'm just going to kill you with my fucking 35k triple strike. I can restand. Like, I'm swinging at you twice. So, it's a really, really good, like, pick your poison for that deck. And I'm sure this is going to be good in a lot of other decks, like Cell Surge. I don't know if it's going to be good in uh, Lemon Lime Frieza, since it's not a Frieza's army card, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously just free arrival. Like, it's another pseudo-super combo in that aspect, and it doesn't have to be Chi-Lai. Um, so I, I really like this as the as, uh, second-best secret rare. Third is going to be the uh, blue-red one. And, like, the green-yellow and the blue-red are very, very close, in my opinion, as far as good like goodness. Like, double-strike crit's really hard to not be like, yeah, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and then SS4... It's last because the activate main for me is not great. It's good. The counterattack is the best portion of it. And other than that, it's a dead card afterwards, right? You pick one. You get to do one of them. You can play this card either offensively or defensively, but you can't do both. And it's a much better card defensively than offensively, in my opinion. Uh, so that's why it's last on my list. It's best in the Bardock deck because you get multiple colors. You can play it in anything else, but you just won't get as much value for it. Uh, so pigeonholing this into a deck that's not even... I know it just went undefeated in the Cards of Magicka, but like, let's be honest, like in the grand scheme of the meta, it's like rogue at best, right? So um, I don't know that this pushes it over the top, so that's why I'm putting it in, in the last place slot. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah. I like, I mean, I think both of us are, like I said, I think these secrets are very subjectable, and actually that's why it's probably one of the best cycle of secrets in, that we've had in a very long time, 
Yeah, they're not oh, overpowered, yeah. but they're yeah. not like shitty, right? Like they're not terrible. No. Yeah, yeah. These, this set of seekers is probably the best set of seekers we've had in a really long time. Set eleven. Like, yeah, like th these. This set has the the set as a whole sucks, but the seekers kind of made up a little bit for it. Not not much, but it did make up a little bit for it. The Seekers just, just happen to be pretty good. Ryan, I like how you put it at number one, and both me and Jonathan put it at, at uh, four. That just, that, just, that just shows superior mind. <laughs> yeah, me and Ernest are superior. <laughs> I'll show you a superior mind. <laughs> Oh, uh, see, in Jonathan's point about putting that the the green yellow one in the Broly BR deck, like that that's another point I I could have made about why that that card is kind of number one for me. I also honestly, didn't forget about that effect as well. Yeah, I honestly do think that it would be good for for Lemon Lime Frieza though, because like they don't really want to pop their Seeker Rare to to untap two, so the the it not being a a Frieza army doesn't really matter. The the effect for the card is really good, and it does uh, the deck. If you're playing it that way, it can do the exact same thing as the Broly VR deck by resting everything on your opponent's side of the field, and then and then playing it afterwards. I think it's interesting that the Wicked Sands is only a sand. There's no, it's not a god. It's not a yeah. I uh, think that was pretty, but I thought that was pretty cool though. It keeps in line with what the set is, which is just all sands. Same yeah. With the, um... The blue red one. They don't have Earthling. They also yeah. don't have U six. Yeah. It's yeah. Just saying. It's just. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's also Bandai showing that they're not gonna always gonna put the exact same. Um, uh, we special up by not making this podcast called Just Saying Podcast. <laughs> All right, we're changing the name, Doug. Nah. We need a episode twenty. We're going through a real. <laughs> oh, there's already a podcast. Just called saying. Just Saying. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say there better be. I'm so sad we never went with Hidden... Uh, so, actually, no, I'm really sad we didn't go with the Par Par Brothers podcast. True. <laughs> that would have been so good. So, uh, here's where we normally have our uh, our shout-outs and our um, end credits of the podcast. So, on behalf of Ryan from Team Rays, I believe his shout-outs would have been... Um, Shout out to Galaxy Gaming. Shout out to Team Rays, the most humble team in all of Houston. Um, fuck everybody else. Uh, for Ernest, uh, shout out to Team Empire. Shout out to Thought Boys, Team Rays, Team Meta Club, um, and all the Houston teams, and to all the people down in, in Angleton. Um, and then fuck everybody else, of course. Uh, for myself, I'll go ahead and, and interject the uh, shout outs for Team Salt Boys, uh, for Lotus Gaming Shop, best gaming shop in all of the land. Uh, just had a very successful PPG Houston 1K. It is their one year anniversary. So shout out to them, of course. Uh, shout out to the haters, one time. I always love to, to give them a, a good shout out because without them, there is uh, not a lot that happens. And uh, of course, uh, shout out to all the teams in Houston. Uh, you know, gotta be the good guy at least one time. Uh, Marco would be shouting out all his his brethren of the team Meta Club variety, uh, shouting out all the the teams in Houston, all the shops in Houston, all the locals, all the peoples. 
So um, I think that's going to be about it for shout outs. Uh, in the meantime, guys, if you have anything, if you have any questions, if you uh, have any feedback, please let us know. Inbox us. Thank you guys again so, so much for listening. We are steadily approaching episode 20. I can't believe we've been doing this for, for over a year now. Um, it's been quite a ride, but um, thanks.